This is an IELTS Energy Podcast, Episode 289, Exclusive Power Tips for IELTS Speaking and Writing. You are listening to the IELTS Energy Podcast from All Ears English. We believe in connection, not perfection, and we're here to show you how to get the score that you need on your next IELTS exam. Find out why our strategies are the most powerful in the IELTS world and get your free video masterclass at allearsenglish.com forward slash I-N-S-I-D-E-R. Now, let's get to the show. Today, I will share the best advice students received in a recent Power Hour, ranging from which Task 1 numbers lower your score to what makes IELTS speaking unique. This podcast has helped thousands of people get the scores they need on IELTS. With two new free episodes every week, you get advice on everything IELTS, from idioms to academic vocabulary, grammar to pronunciation, and even test strategies for every part of the exam. Don't miss an episode. Hit follow right now. Hello, IELTS Energy listeners. Um, I wanted to do a special podcast today, a new kind of episode for you. I was inspired this morning, um, as I always am when I get to talk to students. We had a power hour class this morning. Um, for the students in our course, there is an option every month to participate in one of three power hours. Well, I mean, you could participate in all three power hours. Whereas if you want, that would be awesome. But we do offer three classes. Um, and it's all online and it's with me and other students in the course. So this morning I got to meet with three awesome students and we focused on task one, uh, writing task one, and then we practiced the speaking. So what I wanted to do is share the best advice that came out of this session with you guys. Um, because, you know, a lot of IELTS candidates out there are making the same mistakes. You know, it, these are easy things to do. And luckily, they're quick for me to spot and easy for me to correct. So let's get into it. Um, the writing task one question uh, featured two pie charts, one about Japan and one about Malaysia. Now, every time you see a question like this, guys, don't think too much about how to organize it. If you try to come up with a complicated way to organize it, maybe you think it's an impressive way to organize it. Um, it's going to be complicated and it's not going to be organized. All right. The simple way is the best. And that sort of motto comes up a lot in the IELTS strategies that we teach our students. Don't think too much. All right. Because you're actually going to end up lowering your score. So in this case, for example, um, there's one, one graph about Japan, one graph about Malaysia. Easy peasy. In paragraph two of your essay, you write about Japan. In paragraph three of your essay, you write about Malaysia. Done. Dusted. Now, what do we put in those paragraphs? Good question. I'm glad you asked. <laughs> 
<laughs> See, I'm talking to myself now. I'm, I'm getting uh, I'm getting used to this format where it's just me talking. Okay, so what numbers do we include? Um, I think it's um, an it's attractive. It's deceptively attractive for students when they see uh, graphs like this. They want to just throw in all the numbers. They think, well, you know, just to be safe, I'm just going to put everything in my essay. And I get it. I totally get it. I mean, I remember in high school, if I had to write an essay question on a test, I would just write as much as I could because I thought, well, you know, shoot, the correct answer is going to be in there somewhere if I just write as much as possible. Um, that, that motivation for getting the right answer, guys, that does not work on IELTS. Nowhere on IELTS does that theory prove for higher scores. It doesn't work in task one, and it certainly doesn't work in task two either. So in this case, guys, which numbers is the examiner looking for? Remember, if you put too many numbers in, your task score goes down. Yeah. So it, it literally hurts your score if you put in too many numbers. Um, in our course, of course, <laughs> in our course, of course, I do tell you which numbers are more important. Um, you only need the numbers at both ends of the spectrum, right? The biggest and the smallest. So, only those numbers are what you want in your essay. And those are the numbers that also control the overall trend. Um, if you guys go to our YouTube channel, IELTS Energy TV, I do have a little video lesson explaining what an overall trend is, and I will link to it in the blog as well. So the overall trend must be in the introduction, guys. You're going to have three paragraphs, introduction, and then paragraph two is group one of the numbers. Paragraph three is group group, sorry, group one of the numbers in paragraph two, group two of the numbers in paragraph three. Hi guys, it's me again. Uh, just a reminder, if you want a chance to talk to me and get real advice, real feedback on your IELTS speaking and writing, you can get into our course today. Go to allearsenglish.com forward slash K-E-Y-S. That's allearsenglish.com forward slash keys. Okay, so... Let's move on to cohesion and coherence. One way to really set yourself apart from other students in this category is to remember to put transition phrases at the beginning of each body paragraph. This is also true in task two. By the way, guys, I'm going through a lot of awesome advice here, like true gems <laughs> for raising your score. So you should be taking notes. Um, so I'll just read directly from one of my students' essays, one, one of the students in our course. Um, in paragraph two, she began by saying, in the pie chart representing Japan, comma, see, it's a, it's a perfect introduction transition phrase there for the beginning of the paragraph. And then in paragraph three, she said, with regards to Malaysia, comma, again, perfect, guys. Don't dive directly into the information, all right? We need some transition. We need some linking words to, to smooth out the ideas, right? To, to begin and introduce and end things nicely. 
Okay. Um, for vocabulary, I'm going to give you one really, really important piece of advice here, guys. You need to become best friends with the website thesaurus.com. Again, I will link to it in the blog. Okay. Um, thesaurus.com gives you synonyms and parallel expressions for anything, any word you type in. Um, because we have to be really careful of not copying words from the question or from the charts. You can once or twice, sure. If the if the chart says food, you can say food once or twice in your essay, uh, but the examiner will think you don't have your own vocabulary in that case. So be really careful there, guys. You have to proofread your essay for repeated words. You must. And then when you see something repeated two or more times, go straight to thesaurus.com and learn some new vocabulary. Learn some new parallel expressions. Okay. Um, of course, there were a lot of other uh, score-changing pieces of advice that came out in the Power Hour, but, you know, that was a whole hour of lesson, and I don't have time to go into all of it here. So, let's move on to speaking. Um, one, one student this morning, he speaks English a lot, all the time. He uses it in his job, and therefore, he, you know, he's a high-level student, obviously, one of the dangers here, guys, and this is true for native speakers and all high-level students who aren't IELTS-focused, the danger here is approaching IELTS as if you were having a conversation in the real world, okay? IELTS isn't the real world, you guys. The examiner is listening for very specific things, things that we don't do in real life, okay? And these things are what get you the higher score. So, for example... In speaking part three, okay, if I were answering a speaking part three question in real life, I don't know why I would. These aren't like things I talk about a lot with my friends. But if I were answering this in real life, I wouldn't give an IELTS answer, right? I would probably use some slang. I would probably speak more informally. And I certainly wouldn't use high level linking words because we just don't do that in real life. All right. But guys, on the test, in speaking part three, you must use the same linking words as in writing task two. Um, we do have some episodes and some blog posts about linking words on our site. So go to IELTS.AllEarsEnglish.com and you can search linking words and you're going to get a lot of information about that. And um, just another site for you guys to check out. If you are interested in becoming a three key student and meeting me in Power Hour, you can go to AllEarsEnglish.com forward slash keys. That's allearsenglish.com forward slash K-E-Y-S. And as you can hopefully hear from my voice, um, speaking with students, it is real life, it's online, but it is in real time. It just electrifies me, okay? I love teaching and I love talking to you guys. Um, okay, so a couple other things that came out um, in the speaking practice. The part two question that I gave them was to describe a novel, an interesting novel or story that they have read. And the best answer was from one of the students who talked about Lord of the Rings. What made this so unique? A couple things, guys. First of all, 
describing such a high-level novel like Lord of the Rings, it tells me a lot that you are able to read that in English is impressive just straight away, okay? So guys, you you need to be challenging yourself with high-level information. Um, another thing that made her answer stand out was she was able to describe the story in detail. Okay. This is another piece of advice that was mentioned today, and it comes up in almost every power hour, to be honest. You guys have to be more specific in your answers. Part one, part two, part three, the whole thing. You guys have to give me specific details and examples because this raises your score in a couple ways. All right. A few ways. It raises your fluency and coherence score. Okay. Because you're giving, you're communicating strongly and clearly. Um, and it also raises your vocabulary score because when you go into detail, that's when you give me impressive, specialized vocabulary. When she was describing Lord of the Rings, she came up with stuff like wizards, hobbits, um, Gollum was possessed by the ring. Like these were all just such impressive vocabulary chunks that would definitely satisfy the seven or higher. Um, so that was awesome. And it, and what, what else this does when you speak about something that is personal and specific? It also affects your pronunciation because you sound more confident. Your pronunciation becomes more natural, more confident, and therefore higher scoring. All right. So guys, um, let me sum up some of the advice that I gave you today because there was quite a bit. Um, first of all, in your writing, guys, we have to make sure to be choosing the most important numbers and to be organizing them in logical, coherent ways. Again, in our course, we give you the essay templates that you need with the exact linking words and transition phrases that you need to do just this, to satisfy those um, high requirements for cohesion and coherence. So only give me the most important numbers and organize them logically. As far as speaking goes, your main strategy, guys, is to go specific, all right? Go specific, and furthermore, you need to have the special IELTS knowledge that only comes with working with someone that knows the test, all right? Because it's a unique situation and it's not a job interview. You're not talking to a friend. You're not even talking to a teacher. You're talking to an IELTS examiner and she or he has very specific things they're looking for. So remember that and develop a checklist for yourself for exactly what you need to do to get those high scores on exam day. All right. Fantastic. Hopefully I will do some more episodes like this in the future where I can share some real advice with you guys that comes from working with real students in our course, whom I love. <laughs> All right, guys. Thank you so much for listening today and enjoy the rest of your week. Thanks so much for listening to the IELTS Energy Podcast from All Ears English. And if you want to get tips from Lindsay and Jessica every week on how to get a seven on your next IELTS exam, be sure to subscribe to our podcast on your computer or on your smartphone. Thanks again and see you soon.